It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is Esther with just a quick note to let you know that this podcast was recorded on Wednesday morning before we were allowed to name Hugh Edwards as the mystery BBC male presenter. You were saying... I, I, we, were, we were talking about the unnamed BBC presenter. Although we were using his name. We were using Like him. everyone else in the country. <laughs> like one in six people in the entire no, country. No, it's, it's seven name. in six. Do you th- <laughs> well, the Daily Mail said one in six of their readers, but one of six of their readers is about as many as can name the Prime Minister. That's true. Yeah, exactly. So we, we were just, we, off, off mic, we were just talking about the unnamed BBC presenter who's got in... Bro- Do I need to tell a story? No, been- but it's all anyone's talking about. It's all anyone's talking about. And we don't have terribly much to add, except that it's all anyone's talking about. So we might as well talk about it. And I, I agree with Neil, our producer, who was saying he doesn't really think that this presenter's done anything wrong. And I, I agree with him. I mean, this presenter is either... Uh, well, the thing is, one of the things that isn't in the public domain, I don't know how much birdsong... Neil's going to have to use, but is that the gender of the person is not open now. The gender, they, they are being referred to as them. Even yeah. the son is calling them them, and the son is not known for its sensitivity around pronouns. So, but there's no reason not to reveal that. I think, well, we don't know that. That's not a thing that we know, where we, we know the name of the presenter, yeah. but, we don't, but it's, not, it's, not, it's not a legal issue. So I think you can say that... But there is enormous speculation. Who is now I want 20. to say, by the way, we weren't going to talk about this in the podcast, but it's sort of ridiculous because it's all anyone talking about. We actually about. were. I oh. literally wrote down BBC and then the name of the presenter in my notes. <laughs> oh, is that who it is? It is that. That is who Moira it is. Moira Stewart. I, I, <laughs> I, it, it, Not Moira Stewart or Jeremy Vine or Ryland Clark or Giles or... Nobody you know. suggested it was me. That's how I know that I, I'm kind you're, of... Like, I'm not a BBC presenter anymore. No. I have been, having been one for 17 years, I now realise that, no, I don't have to issue a denial. Yes. Okay. So, so this this morning, morning Giles. We're, we're starting. This is us starting so, again, again for the because third we time. had a conversation about. So first, we had a row, and then we. <laughs> we had tried a, to have a conversation about the unnamed BBC bloke. But the thing is, there, there is so much that everybody knows about the unnamed BBC bloke that we're not supposed to say that it's almost impossible to have a conversation about. And it we without, thought we were doing really well, and then Neil just said, "Look, tap, tap, tap." Yeah, you can't say any of that. So there's nothing we can say except. Except... Don't that, even that. Oh, you, well, I mean, even the silence. Okay, wait, but wait. A thing that I am now fascinated by, right, yeah. is the internal dynamics of this family, okay? The original family that made the original complaint. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, what Moira Stewart did or did not do is not... <laughs> it's not Moira Stewart. Um, no, it's a mess, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm really interested to see how it falls out. I'm not actually... I, I think that the... The pressure on the BBC presenter to reveal themselves is 
a bit is is a is a bit like you just want to see who done it at the end of a Miss Marple novel. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's really. I don't at the beginning. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go on. At, at the end, not at the beginning. It's not ready mm. to be revealed yet. Like because I don't know whether it changes the legal status of it. I was disappointed with Jeremy Vine's call for the guy to out himself because mm-hmm. he's saying, which I think is, the guy is just like. He's having a terrible, terrible time. And it's like, this is, yeah. it's all going to be over. The juxtaposition between who it's we thought really, he was. Really and over, yeah. Even what, what he's done is like, it's like, it's, as far as I see, he's, it's, it's just, it's OnlyFans, is it something? It's just some, some kid. Speculation is that it's OnlyFans. That yeah. it's just some exchange of stuff and some private doodars. And because of sexual things he's not getting from elsewhere that he'd like to have. It's like one of the problems. A lot of them are saying, you go on TV and it drives you mad and you want to do these crazy mad things. Right. Speaking as someone who's, was, has been on the telly and been quite famous on the telly and quite instantly recognisable. It certainly, it made me behave occasionally in a sort of spoilt way on set. And I, I, I was told off by people like Sue Perkins and, and learnt my lesson. Actually, you get into a place where whatever your life was like before, and I was all right before for, for, for sex, but more people want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. But doing it is almost impossible. Yeah. Because the very people who recognise me in mm-hmm. the Groucho Club or a pub or somewhere want to talk to me because, and it, it, you know, they've seen me on the TV and they think, ooh, maybe I could have sex with him. And then, you know, <laughs> so they do, they do. People no, do. it's weird. I know it's ridiculous, it's but anyone basic. would want to have sex with, with me. No, no, but, that's not, no, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, it's just such a weird basic yes. reaction. It's an icebreaker. I think maybe there's an assumption that if you're on telly, you do what you want to shag them back. Right. Because you're on telly and you're a needy person who needs shagging. And that's yeah. not wrong. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do like cuddles. I do like sex. Uh, it, I, you know, move on, move and, and on. I like, sorry. Move on. God. Move on from this Like one. being on telly. The point is, it's very fucking difficult to do. Yeah. If you just go, you have to find a, a girl in my case, but or, or it could have been a boy too, I suppose. But if I, in my case, it would have been a girl. Uh, and and uh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just you it really find, depends on another number of factors. On a night it? tonight, it's been how many, it's yeah. how many gimlets I've had. But Absolutely. The thing is, is that uh, you'd need to have, be certain that they were discreet. Mm-hmm. And why would they be? They, you don't want them to have nothing to lose. But but I'm more worried about being busted. Like as time goes on and I'm off the telly, I can check into a hotel and shag whoever I like. Right. But there would have been a t- so for Matey here, mm-hmm. uh, our BBC guy. He for Matey here, a lot of people will need to have. We want to have sex with him because they've seen him on the TV. But it's very, he can't. He can't. So he's gone on to these websites, yeah. and try, which is dangerous because you don't know anything about them. I have yeah. been propositioned quite a lot on social media. Some of them fakes, some of them journalists, a lot of them men pretending to be women, but some girls yeah. who really wanted to have sex with me. And I thought, oh, I mean, could I get away with that? Which would be the, oh, it wouldn't be the end of the way. It wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it in any way wrong. Except it, just if my wife found out or people found out, that would be the, that would be, a rocky hour or two for our marriage. Okay, you know what I mean. So, so this guy, he's he's thought he's decided that what he can get away with is looking at sexy I photos. I also, I I also do think uh, that um, there are two things. One is that the element of risk is in the moment exciting, and the second thing is that I do think that sometimes, particularly with BBC presenters who are sort of lifers, and I think the same sort of goes for Philip Schofield as well, who was a sort of ITV lifer, is that they actually get to a point where they're so bored that they do kind of unconsciously want to blow everything up. 
I do think that happens, and I think presenters and television people are very, very complicated, and you suffer from this as well. It was a thing you thought I was vaguely, a very faintly suicidal, blow it all up. Unconscious? Yes, absolutely. How famous and big am I? Can I survive this? I think those are the things that are going on here. I think that he, I think what this this BBC presenter is doing is just, he's sticking it out. I think he's actually got balls of steel this bloke he's sitting well the point out. is his balls are not of steel he's waiting and waiting wait. he knows his career is over he knows his career is over he is never going to be on the television ever ever again so what he also wants to have is plausible deniability I mean I you, yeah, yeah like fun for that to be dragged have through we the covered court. in this take yes the Jeremy Vine uh, we haven't because I, I do think it's interesting that Jeremy Vine has uh, called for him to out himself he's saying because the damage it's doing to the BBC and the damage it's doing to your friends the point is, Richard Bacon, our old mate Richard Bacon, who's a bit overactive on, on Twitter, but made a very fair point that Jeremy, that Jeremy Vine, it's, it, you, you don't know anything about what's going on with this guy. You don't know what's inside his head. Yeah. Don't tell him he has to out himself. It's not, yeah. you, you can, you can, Richard phrase, you, you've got some people being mean on Twitter. You can walk that off in 20 minutes, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. Like people are going, it's Jeremy Vine, it's Jeremy Vine, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Jeremy Vine has devoted his Twitter thread to travelling around the country with a with cameras all over him, photographing drivers looking at their phones right. while stationary, which, oh. while not madly dangerous, is against the law. It's a, and that's all he does with his Twitter, and it's fine if he wants to do that. And he's now upset because people are going, you're a nonce, when he's not. Like, I wouldn't care if someone said it were me, because it's not. Yeah. And he felt that getting a bit of, uh, getting a bit of abuse on Twitter is... Is is uh, because Jeremy's getting advice on Twitter. Matey here should come out. That and is it's one of the major major problems much. with. A, one of the major problems with social media and, and Twitter in particular, is that it can make your self righteous muscle a little bit overactive. You know how taxi drivers? Well, there's one bit of taxi drivers. Hippocampus. Their hippocampus is like massive because it's just full of the A to Z. Spending too much time on social media can make you very, 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 very self-righteous. And that's what Jeremy Vine is suffering from. Very deluded about how much your opinion matters. Uh, That too. Once you're on there, I had it, you can think they want your joke Mm. desperately. There are people who... Or they want your opinion. Uh, It's it's what we all talk about. We we talk about in this house as as the morning tweets. (laughs) <laughs> thing. It's what Richard Madeley had. I don't know if Richard still does. Love Richard. I don't know if he still does Twitter. But he would wake up and go, morning tweeps. Mm. You know, no. Night tweeps. Night, and, and night night tweeps and off on holes tweeps. And these are like shortened down from people to tweeple to tweeps, which is still <laughs> vomitous. But it's the idea that you're broadcasting 24 hours like the Truman yeah, Show yeah. and that you would go morning tweeps. It's, mm. it's, it's not what it's for. Right, let's move on. I need the Daily Mail on Tuesday... It's about Paul Simon and the sound of silence. <sighs> Paul Simon was right, there is a sound of silence. Or at least our brains perceive silence in the same way they do sound. Researchers say this could explain why we pay so much attention to an awkward pause in a conversation, a gap between thunderclaps or the hush at the end of a musical performance. Now, that is basically slightly irrelevant to my tangential idea for your Saturday comment co- column, which is the other significant sounds, brackets, including silence. For example, yeah, for example, the sound of a cat about to throw up. That's 
sound of an uncomplaining husband. Uh, but is, sound... is that a, is that a ver- wait? Is that a sound or is that a version of silence? No, 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 no. It's other significant sounds. Okay, so silence makes a sound. So scientists have what identified others... silence as having a sound. Yeah. yeah. He... What are the other significant sounds that aren't really sounds? The different sounds that different family members make on the stairs on the way down. So you know who's going to come in the door. Like even before they come in through the door, like you don't like you coming down the stairs. You go thrup 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 dum 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 dum, and yeah. Sam goes thrup thrup, and Kitty goes. <laughs> our delicate, skinny, tiny—well, not tiny, tall—but our, our our theoretically very slender, delicate twelve-year-old girl comes down like someone. That's because you got feet like your mum. <laughs> um, the precise sound. Of the kettle, the moment before it clicks off. What, when it's... Neil likes that one. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, because he's a fucking audio guy. Yeah. I mean, they, but this is... A, you're talking about a column. Yes! Neil's thinking of an entire BBC no, Radio a, 4 is, series is, about is, sounds of things that aren't sounds. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Finally, my fortune, I can get away from these people. I should make, <laughs> it sounds like a... It does sound like one of those fucking deadly beat Radio 4... Uh, the world in a hundred noises. Those are series. good. Those are and good. They, they had a real <laughs> a- ASMR thing for a while about like a like a, 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 a horse chewing hay or something. It was really good. It is fine. Yeah. They had like but, for ten minutes at the end. But of I know. Like, but I'm going to write the column. Yes, and this is a really easy, excellent write through. It's very niche. You've never done it before. The why is the sound of a pencil being dropped on the floor so irritating? Ah! <laughs> See, got you. I've got you. <laughs> but that's because of the thought of the lead in it cracking. Okay, that's and that's all, all through could... lockdown with daddy school. Yeah. Fucking Sam. No, don't! No, that's that's not. That's a plastic. That's a pen. It's not bad. It's a pencil. It's a pencil. I will be sick. Don't drop a pencil on the floor. Ah! That's just so horrible. That's an X pencil. And Sam would do it like four times yeah. in a lesson. Don't do it again. I, I won't do it again, I promise. No. Oh. There's no way of washing so, that out of so my body. Listen, listen, listen. Is there a thing to be done about sounds? Come on. I don't know if you can write it down. <laughs> a little blob on each thing. Yeah. The sound of... But it's got to be very niche sounds. It can't be the sound of a lawnmower starting up. It can't be that. It's got to be uh, the different sounds teaspoons make when they're stirring hot chocolate and tea. Yes, my dad, you could always tell, it was always his, the way he turned the key in the lock. Yes. Was as if he was trying to kill an elephant. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other people, it was sort of something like, smash, 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 it would go. And then he would wipe his feet on the mat really noisily. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. that's what my dad does. Yeah? My dad, you always know when my dad was... was no, because you should be, people door. should come rushing towards him with gin and tonics and trays of food. And we did do that with slippers. my dad. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. to let you know that they're there. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I never thought about it quite like that. I rattle the key box outside the front door quite noisily. You noisy. do, very noisily. But then you fucking come and open the door when you hear that. I do, I do. Do you? Quite often I just leave the door open. When I, when I track you on Find My Husband, on my Find My Husband app, I know when you're coming back and I leave the door ajar, so you just have to push it You open. see, it's because of that that I have to resort to going after twinks on OnlyFans. <laughs> because we've got, because at least he's sitting in his room. If it's only a photo. If you're paying if money, photo, I want to feel flesh. If I'm paying money, right. I want the... I want him to feel... I want his hand in my pants. I want okay. him cupping my boots. Actually, you wouldn't care. If anybody wants to put their hand down my pants, that's fine. <laughs> Don't care who...
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, right, I've got written down here. Do we have anything? I feel like Wimbledon is very boring this year. Ah! Yes, interesting. I feel like Wimbledon has gone the way of Burning Man Festival, Glastonbury, 4th of June at Eton. Just a massive corporate... Whoa, niche thing there that didn't ever let set the world on fire. What? The 4th of June at Eton was once a thing. No, because I don't actually have the facts to back it up. But what I'm saying is that these are all three things that have become massively corporate. Yeah, boring. That's not the way to do it at all. It's the 4th of June corporate. Nobody knows or cares about Eton. All right, well then let's move on then. Don't it's have not the corporate, about it. it's that it's boring. So the summer, you could do the summer, this summer, here we go, Glastonbury, Wimbledon, I'll leave the cricket out because I love cricket, but the, the thing, the, the, the so-called season, no, here's the season. What is the season? Yeah, what, what were they, what, what was the real season? The day that you... The real the, season wait, is... Wait, 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 it could be, because we were talking about this as well, it could be the, the day you decide you've got to take Instagram off your phone because you don't want to see other people's holidays. Well, yes, I know, actually, I know what you're saying, but it, that would be a day. No, things in the season, equally vomitous things would be the day when the private schools break up, uh-huh. but your kids are at a state school, so you're still here, Yeah. and they're all showing you on their boats, mm-hmm. uh, on this, in the, they're, they're all there on the south of France. So look, here I am, and you're, and you're thinking, you pay school fees. How can you possibly afford to be there? Why didn't you invite me? So the alternative season. The right? alternative season is, I think there's all, there's airport chaos day. Yes, brilliant. When everyone goes to Heathrow and can't get on a flight and all stand around milling about having a shit time eating expensive food. Like at like Glastonbury. And, and you don't and even have to listen to Elton John grinding out 70s yeah. build with his glasses broken on. old voice. Yeah. Um, yes. Other things in the season. Uh... Flying Ant Day. Flying Ant Day. I knew you were going to say that. Right, did you? Flying Ant Day. The yes. sound of your husband about to say Flying Ant Day. Is the, thing. <laughs> the sound of silence flying before my husband day, says Flying Ant uh, Day. Airport chaos day. No, these could be something. Yeah. This could be something. Going to the dump day. As opposed to going for a dump day, which is a daily joy. Going to the dump. The bit when like, and middle class people will always have that day down to the dump. Oh, that feeling of going to the dump. Other middle class people there. Oh, you haven't seen you for ages. Where'd you go? Anybody know where the wood recycling? Oh, it's always full. Why don't people load it properly? That thing, blum, blum, blum. And that thing you of get going, a whole column out going they, to the dump. And what happens is, and people who've never been to the dump before, they go along, <laughs> and these little women, and they arrive, and they've got one little plastic bag in the boat. But what happens is, they're endlessly going, excuse me, my good sir, but where does the glass go? <laughs> and they go, it goes in the bin with glass written on it, love. Okay. <laughs> oh, where does the paper go? But do you know why that is? Why? It's because they want to have an interaction with a working class person. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want it to be positive. In their day... I love they, those blokes. When they've done that, they go and have an interaction with the French person in the coffee shop. Bonjour, <laughs> Michel. Je prends un café avec un, avec un croissant au chocolat. That, it's like all of them have it. Mehmet's down at... Uh, the, the grocer's down opposite the pineapple. Uh-huh. Mehmet is in there. Poor old Mehmet. He has, like, every, people come in and he has to do it all in French. Salam alaikum, <laughs> He gets that as well. Yeah, but they speak Arabic, so they, do, they, they speak to him in French. Stop that. <laughs> and then, and then um, uh, at, at um, Sable d'Or, Sable d'Or, where Sam and I go for our, our coffee oh, in yes. school, they always come in uh, with Yaya. And, and he's Algerian. They can't speak to him in Arabic either. Salam alaikum, Yaya. And then it's all in French. And I have joke conversations with him in French about... Of course, possibly Chapel Francais trade, yeah. Uh, uh, and we have Pavlians sur le sujet des autres qui pensent qu'ils parlent français, mais ils ne parlent français pas, ou pas couramment comme moi. Do you talk to him in slang? Non, 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 je parle en franglais. Oh, en franglais, oui. Yeah, je bonjour, mes old China, je, I say. Je veux, j'ai vu. Je veux, prends un uh, ham sandwich. Oh, je je prends un ham sandwich, un fucking café, but pas trop strong. Uh, avec du lait. Oh, juice and splash. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that. But I do that. But the thing is, is that no. But he and then these women come in. It's always women coming. Oh, bonjour, yaya, comment ça va? Et les petits enfants. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they tell him all about they're going to their chateau for three months. <laughs> Poor fucking Algerian bloke. Yeah, yeah, he works his fingers to the bone in the thing, and he, and they they see a sort of kindred spirit in the fact because they own a vineyard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's that. There's the day when you. So there's the going to the dump day. So what other anyway. days? So you've got you're doing really well. You've got dump. So day, the new season, going to the dump, day, going to the dump. Brackets uh, not to be confused with going for a dump. It's a joke I will have to make. Yeah, really. and, then, uh, and then flying out day. There are uh, there are. What does actually, that say on the top? Airport chaos day. Airport chaos day. Um, uh, there is there is also you know there are also uh, events that go on from. Hose pipe band day. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good one. Is there is there a day where you start? Passionately wishing that it was autumn. Yes, longing for winter day. Longing for winter, winter core day, uh, and then and then the day before the Notting Hill Carnival when all the rich people board up their houses and leave. Boarding up day. Boarding which up is, day. When does the carnival start? It's, on, uh, it's the last. It's the bank holiday. It's August bank and holiday. And it goes Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So Friday, Friday is when you board up the house. It's when you traditionally traditionally board up your house and flee London. Boarding up day, but you also say things like. No, oh, I love the carnival. It's so diverse. No, no, you, you, I love carnival. I love carnival. Tap, 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 tap. We are, of course, fleeing Getting to the countryside. A couple of ex-Mossad agents to come and keep an eye on the dog. Exactly. Uh, but no, but you also have to have. You went to. Not, you used to go to carnival in the seventies. Uh, right. When it was like when it was proper, but now you don't like That's it. That's all corporate. And it's not. I didn't mind a bit of a weed, uh, <laughs> but it's just you know. Um, it's just the smashing it of my. Fan. I love reggae, but these yes. new sound systems. Yeah. So yes, there's that. A bit rum. Um, You've got too many now. No, no, no. Um, what other things? Because it's predicting things that are coming through the um, summer. But there's the, there's the day when the, the football season starts and you say, a bit like Christmas. Oh, my God, it comes earlier every year. Yeah, it's, it's football season. When is it? What, what, when is it? It's July. Uh, it August. used the first the first fixture. The last fixture was always the FA Cup final. Uh, and it was always early. It's like May 6th. Yeah. And then it's the Charity Shield, which is the match between... That's right, the Charity the Shield. Premier, which is the match between the team that wins the the top flight, the Premier League and the FA Cup winners, which this oh, year right. means it'll be Man City against Man City. But when is, you haven't revealed when the Charity Shield Cup is. The Charity Shield, what is this? It's charity called the Community Shield now. Oh, well, when is the Community Shield? Community Shield, shield? Oh, I don't know. It's when you hang your knickers out in the county <laughs> estate. Everybody July, has a cup August, of tea. when? 
Well, it, it no, no, no. It's it should be August like seventeen, eighteen. Okay. Um, so coming back to the uh, the season, so that's and I would probably intro it with a sort of subsidiary point, which is its own column, but a bit boring. You said Wimbledon has it got boring, and they yeah. were asking on Times Radio this morning, has it got boring? And my yeah. point would be, it's always boring. No, the, my point, I would do Wimbledon tennis is a sport for wusses. Team sports like cricket and football, rugby, and any of them build a sense of solidarity mutual responsibility looking out for your mates fun doing things together tennis nip, biff boff biff boff against someone else then shouting at your coach you didn't coach me properly then biff oh, boff tennis biff, just boff. sends you mad tennis it's, 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 if you're going to do the only one on one sport that's acceptable is boxing you've got to <laughs> beef with someone fucking smack him if you're Carlos Alcaraz and you've got a problem with Djokovic punch him biff boff biff boff wibble 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 it's a lily white sport they've been talking about access to cricket cricket is played by whole nations of non-white people India and Pakistan rule it the West Indies are still very good yeah there's problems of some access to to possibly white pathways to cricketing stardom in this country to to people of colour but Tennis is basically always it's white people. There it's in a, Wimbledon. It's in a, fucking Wimbledon. It's so suburban, and they all have to wear white and they drink Robinson's barley water. The biggest star this year is Emma Raducanu, who's there only to sell things. Her sponsors don't care if she plays as long as she stands there in the iconic Evian VIP suite. She's advertising Porsche. She's advertising British Airways. All world-ending ecological disastrous things. She's under Tiffany diamonds, Evian mineral water, Rolex watches. Look at the kind of things they advertise. It's it's it's, it's Porsches. It's flying. It's Ro- Rolexes, Rolexes. You know, it's <laughs> they, it's, it's a, a Rolex in, Rolex hot. It's uh, and and, uh, and 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 Tiffany diamonds and stuff. It's a, it's it's a it's a sport. It's, a, it's played by wankers for wankers. Oh, no, you're just talking crap now, darling. Really? Yeah, you've gone much too far. There's plenty of very entertaining tennis players, and you know it. Yeah, if you want to get up ahead of Seaman. Yeah, so Wimbledon is shit, is what I'll be saying. And oh, but you a, want to say it's always been shit. It's always been shit. Lord's Test was ruined by being too early in the season. And then there's these other things Henley. And Who goes to Henley exactly? Well, I don't know. So the season is over. Yeah. Here's the new season. Yeah, that's great. I love that. The season is over. Here's the new season. Right, that's all for us this season. That's the end of episode 10, season 10. That could mean it's the 100th podcast. It might mean something else. We're off on holidays. Hope you are too. We'll be back in September. Bye. If we're still married, bye. We'll come back anyway. I'll do it on my own. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.